Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, welcome to episode 251 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Today, we're talking about the thyroid, right? That dreaded thyroid. I get so many questions about this tiny gland, and sometimes I just get people that just walk up and ask a question like in public (laughs) or at the gym, which is totally fine. I love answering your questions. So we are going to dive into that today. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'd love to introduce myself. I'm Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician specializing in helping women stop masking symptoms and start healing for good from those chronic symptoms, those autoimmune diseases, and even those last, you know, trying to lose a little bit of weight or a lot of weight, right? I work with many people who have tried it all and still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they desire and deserve. So we work together using a non-traditional approach. I include naturopathy, functional nutrition, functional wellness, and energy medicine. And I specialize in helping you start your own root cause revolution so that you can rebalance your body and heal for good. So if you're done with band-aids and ready for real healing solutions, you are in the right place. All right, let's talk thyroid. First, let's talk thyroid stats. Did you know that 60 to 70 million people have undiagnosed thyroid disease? 60 to 70 million people. Now, you stack that on top of the number of people who have diagnosed thyroid disease. That number is about 20 million. So really that raises that total more like 80 million to uh, 100 million people have thyroid disease, right? With about 60% of those uh, being undiagnosed. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that thyroid disease is almost always an autoimmune issue, even if it's not classified as autoimmune thyroid, right? Oftentimes it's related to a leaky gut, to inflammation, but also has roots in things like thyroid disruptors. So BPA, food sensitivities, heavy metal exposure, gluten issues, excessive estrogen exposure. Um, And I can't tell you the number of times I hear from people, I have symptoms of thyroid disease. Now, often they're Googling their symptoms, right? But that's okay. Um, And I had my thyroid stimulating hormone, my TSH checked by my family doc, and they say it's fine. Well, here's the thing, y'all. TSH is not enough to diagnose thyroid uh, and put you on medication. And it's not enough to also tell you that you don't have a thyroid issue. Yet, almost every person that comes to me and people that I just talk to, uh, you know, in social settings or on social media like Instagram, almost every person that has seen a doctor has either had thyroid medication prescribed to them based on the TSH or thyroid treatment denied based on the TSH, right? And the TSH, that number can fluctuate greatly. You can have false negatives and false positives that can be caused by sickness, by anti-lipid drugs, so like cholesterol medication, by antidepressants, by caffeine, by aspirin or Advil or prescription strength NSAIDs. It's just not a good test for it, and it's been known for a long, long time. So if you're having symptoms of thyroid disease, if you're having symptoms like fatigue, brittle or thinning hair, uh, if you feel cold, if you're constipated, if you have unexplained weight gain or weight loss, if you have memory loss, if you feel depressed, all of these symptoms can point to your thyroid. They can point to a lot of other things too, but they can point to your thyroid. 
So I encourage you, if you're not feeling quite right, if you're doing all the right things and you're not making any progress, then you might need to run some labs, right? And the labs that I like to see ran for thyroid is TSH, right? It's not useless, but it's not the end-all be-all. You also need total T4, free T4, free and reverse T3, and thyroid antibodies. Thyroid antibodies are the ones that I seem to have the most trouble getting ran, um, but they are the probably the most important one because you can see changes 10 years before you have symptoms. So even if you don't have symptoms, I would consider having thyroid antibodies run every single year if you feel like you have the genetic predisposition for thyroid disease. Now, we know that genetics loads the gun and lifestyle pulls the trigger, but you need to see if your lifestyle is pulling the trigger, right? So again, grab your little post-it note, um, grab something to write with. These are the labs you need to ask for. TSH, total T4, free T4, free and reverse T3, and thyroid antibodies. Now, a few more things that you need to know about your thyroid and getting it checked out and whether or not it might be, you know, something that you should have looked into or if you could have medication is that diet and lifestyle changes. Are you ready for this? Diet and lifestyle changes have been proven to be 80% more effective than prescription medication for thyroid issues. 80%. Okay. Now there's different nutrition changes that have to be made for different people. Um, for some people, having a lower carb, moderate protein in intake and increasing healthy fats can be really beneficial. For others, that will tank your thyroid and cause thyroid problems. Um, but you want to make sure that whatever it is that you look into before signing up for medication for the rest of your life, and it also it's often an increasing amount of medication, um, make sure that you have tried diet and lifestyle changes and supplementation first, right? The third thing that I want you to know is that using something like heavy metals testing and food sensitivity, food sensitivity testing can be a really non-invasive and budget-friendly way to help determine what exactly is going on, what the root cause of your thyroid issue is. Now, if you can only afford to do one of those, I would suggest the metals and minerals test. It is the least expensive. You can find that uh, in your show notes. I'll put a link for that for you. But best is to do the, the blood lab work. So the thyroid panel with those specific things in, uh, in it that we've already talked about and then metals and minerals test, and then a food sensitivity test. The food sensitivity test and the metals and minerals test you can do in the comfort of your home. You just do a little finger stick for the food sensitivity and send that in. And then minerals and metals is just a little snippet of your hair. From that metals and minerals test, we can tell all kinds of things about what's going on in your body, what the stressors are happening in your body, and at least see some of the root causes for your thyroid issues, or your condition, your symptoms, if they're not related to your thyroid. Now, the fourth thing that I'll tell you is to move your body. Moving your body is particularly important if you're having thyroid trouble. And it's not for calorie expenditure. I'm not trying to get you to lose weight to control your thyroid. But what I'm trying to get you to do is control hormones. So walking after meals or doing a little bit of yoga, moving, doesn't have to be anything dramatic, just 20 minutes once a day or spread out throughout the entire day. But moving has a major impact on your insulin sensitivity, which insulin resistance can cause your liver to be able to be unable, excuse me, to convert T4 to T3. And that can give you thyroid symptoms. 
And then another thing you can look at is supplements. Now, really, depending on the type of thyroid trouble, again, this is something you'll have to know a little bit about more about what's going on with you in order to know what supplements to add. Okay. And then the last thing um, that I can recommend for thyroid issues is energy work. So it, often this is overlooked, right? We don't realize or we don't look into energetically what we're holding on to, what is blocked in our body that could be calling, could be related to this thyroid issue. Often it's a case of what's happening in your body isn't usually what you think it is, right? At least consciously, even if the evidence says that it is. So while what I've talked about so far has been looking at physical root cause, you also have to look up at what energy is locked up in your thyroid. Is it a perspective? Is it a belief? And how to help that? You can start these practices by practicing good energetic hygiene and stress mitigation. And then the thyroid is most beautifully susceptible to sound. So you can pick out certain healing frequencies and use that around your thyroid to help provide uh, sort of the energetic root to release the energetic root of what's going on with you. So I hope this has provided a little bit of unique insight on this tiny little gland that everyone um, has so many questions about. If you have any more questions, please feel free to submit them at audreychristie.com forward slash questions. I'll have that linked in the show notes as well. Um, We try to answer the Ask Audrey questions every Friday. And remember, as always, friends, I am always rooting for you. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.